The opinions expressed on this program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of this station. Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. This is B2B Radio, featuring Mr. Biz, sponsored by Wentworth Financial Partners. Over the next half hour, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth, Central Ohio's leading business-to-business advisor, will present information that helps reduce risk, improve financial performance, and change your company's future. If you're ready to take your business to the next level, this program is for you. And now, here's Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. Good morning and welcome everyone to B2B Radio. This is uh, me, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth, and uh, we are already the last Saturday of April. Um, hopefully everyone's got uh, taxes behind them and, and we're moving on into, uh, you know, it's officially spring now. Uh, I'm excited about our guest uh, this morning. I actually had a, um, uh, a friend of mine send me an article. He said, Ken, this article sounds just, you know, this is right up your alley, basically, and I read the article, and I literally, it just really, um, it, it really, I guess, sung to me, I'll say. Um, and, and I literally talked to my wife, and I said, you know, I'm, I could kick myself because I, I, I should have sat down because this article, I could have written it, a slightly different version. And I'm not saying I had the same skills that our guest does, but I'm saying the things that he mentioned were really hit home for me in, in my career and my journey. And so I reached out to the author, who was our guest, Ravi Raman. And um, said, hey, you know, I'd love to have you on the show to talk through this. So the article that I'm referencing is called 12 Things I Wish I Knew When I First Started Working. And uh, again, reached out to Ravi. So he, Ravi is an executive career coach. Um, he's a 14-year veteran of Microsoft Corporation. And basically what he's doing now is he's an expert at helping people build outstanding careers, businesses, and lifestyles. So welcome to the show, Ravi. Thanks for coming on. Hey, Ken. Super happy to be here. Yeah, and I, I really appreciate you coming on. I Literally, I just, uh, it was, uh, gosh, when was that? It was uh, not this past weekend, the weekend before. Uh, someone had sent me the article over the weekend, and I know you'd, when I went back and looked at your website, I saw you had actually written the article back in, I think, late February, but um, it just got yeah. to me, <laughs> it just got to me about, uh, you know, uh, about two weeks ago now, and uh, mm-hmm. just reached out to Robbie, and here, so here we are. So I will mention a few yeah. other things about Ravi uh, that, that I found quite interesting. So for those of you who are listening who are in the Central Ohio area, Big Ten country, uh, Ravi is a Penn State graduate. So not, <laughs> not hold that against me. Yeah, yeah not Ohio State, but he's still Big Ten. <laughs> so, so that's still good. Um, and uh, as I'd mentioned, he uh, and some of this will come into some of the conversation we're going to have. And I think we're actually going to break this into uh, probably two shows because I think there's a lot to, lot of uh, to digest here. But. Um, first, I want to mention, um, you can always you can go out to Robbie's website. There's a lot of really good information out there. So his website is RavirRaman.com, and it's R-A-V-I-R-A-M-A-N, just like it sounds. And uh, he's got a blog out on his website. There's tons of different articles out there, and I'm sure if you go out there, you'll find some something or many things, actually, that, that will, um, you know, that will, it will um, you know, sort of... Uh, uh, be you know, connect with you, I guess you'd say. I'm struggling not saying that, but so uh, he's a certified yoga instructor, which is an interesting thing, and that that'll come up in, in, in part of the conversation we talk through. And this is even more intriguing to me. He is a multiple Ironman triathlon and ultra marathon finisher. So for those of you, I'm sure everyone's at least heard of those things, right? Obviously, but uh, just to define and make sure everyone understands exactly how incredible and amazing that is 
So an Ironman triathlon, I know a lot of people say, oh, I'm, you know, my cousin does triathlons. Well, your cousin probably doesn't do, with all due respect to your cousin, not an Ironman triathlon. So an Ironman triathlon is what you see. It's on TV a couple different times, but I know um, one of the major network shows, uh, the, uh, the uh, Kona, the one in Hawaii, it is a, you start out with a 2.4-mile swim, which I, you, 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 I'm cashed out right there, so you, I, I wouldn't even make it through the 2.4-mile swim. But nonetheless, then you get out of the water and you hop on a bike for 112 miles. So not just a little skip, a little jaunt around the neighborhood, 112 miles. Oh, and by the way, you're not done. You get off the bike, and then you run a marathon, 26.2 miles. So you do all three of those. And no, it's not a weekend event. You, you you actually do all those <laughs> one after the other. So how did the heck did you get into that? <laughs> a dare. <laughs> <laughs> That's usually how those things start. Um, I got into triathlons in college, and you know I went to Penn State. I grew up in a farm town in Pennsylvania. Went to Penn State and uh, did some shorter triathlons in college. And my buddies, we all stayed connected and. One of my buddies threw out this idea, hey, why don't we all do an Ironman? It would be a great reunion for us. And, you know, once one person said, let's do it, we all piled in. Now, that was many years ago. And once I did one of them, I got addicted and did more and more of them. And then I got into long-distance trail running. And I live here in Colorado now where there's no shortage of trails. Sure. So it's easy to hit a trail and go out for the day. Yeah. So, so tell me about some of the ultra marathons you've done. I know they, they have different distances and I know some are on time and some of them, uh, you know, duration, like it could be a day or some of them are just distance. Mm -hmm. What what type did you do? Well, my, uh, my first, well, one of my first ultra marathons, there's a book called born to run. Uh, Some of your listeners may have heard of it. It's written by Christopher McDougall and the story about um, a group of people in central Mexico that, essentially run uh, for fun. They run hundreds of kilometers over the course of a weekend as part of their culture. They're called the Raramari or running people. Well, I actually did that event back in, gosh, 2010. Uh, so it was a 50-plus-mile ultramarathon in central Mexico in the mountains. And most of my ultras have been anywhere from 50 kilometers to 50 miles. I haven't stepped it up to the 100-mile. Believe it or not, there are people who run 100 miles in a single session, in a single go. Um, that's on my list. It might happen this year. It might happen next year. But uh, for me, I really I just love being out for the day, being out on the trails and hiking, running, whatever it takes, see, see some country. Yeah. And for me, that's fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I, I've got a friend of mine who does, who, he's into those things as well. He's, he's uh, more yeah, of the ultra-marathon yeah. things, trail running. Yeah, I actually looked this up. We've got about a minute, minute twenty left in the in the uh, in this segment, but I wanted to mention I went because I've of course heard about ultra marathoning and I've read about it, et cetera. So, in doing a little bit of preparation for our discussion, I went out and looked. I was just curious um, about ultra marathons and some of the distances and things like that. And literally, like you just mentioned, I saw and it was amazing to me. I wanted to pass this along to everyone. That hundred miles. So there is, there are people who run a hundred miles in less than twenty four hours. It's crazy. Um, yeah. I, I, <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know how you can do it. Um, uh, it's, it's, it's amazing. I don't know. It shows, goes to show you what the uh, human body is capable of. All right. So we are actually. I promise we're going to get into some more business talk here. I wanted to sort of uh, set the, set the base with Robbie a little bit. 
So um, we're heading into a break. Come back after the break, and we're going to dig into this article and talk about um, being a good communicator and some of the, some of the other things that he mentions um, in the article. So come on back after the break. Um, you can, of course, always visit us at WentworthFinancialPartners.com. Call us at 614-962-7CFO. Uh, or visit us on Facebook or Instagram uh, at Wentworth Financial Partners, or finally on Twitter at Mr. Biz Tweets. So join us after the break, and we'll continue our discussion with Robbie Rahman. I'm Dr. Buzz, D.C., with Buckeye Physical Medicine Rehab, Columbus's largest hormone replacement center. For the cost of a cup of coffee a day, you can completely reverse the effects of aging and the aches and pains of low T. Thousands of patients that suffer from low T have come to us to rejuvenate their youth. Buckeye Physical Medicine patients have enhanced their energy levels, rid themselves of inflammation, and feel years younger. Call Buckeye Physical Medicine and Rehab at 614-721-5698. That's 614-721-LOW-T. Or visit BuckeyePMR.com today. If your business is aiming for the stars but is stuck in the fog, call Mr. Biz at Wentworth Financial Partners. If profits are what you prefer, call Mr. Biz. If cash flow is a concern, call Mr. Biz. If growth is your goal, you guessed it, call Mr. Biz. We are so confident in our results-oriented approach, we'll even guarantee it. Visit WentworthFinancialPartners.com to learn more about our guaranteed CFO services or call us at 614-962-7CFO. That's WentworthFinancialPartners.com. Do you need to dive into online marketing but don't know where to start? Maybe you need an expert to help design your website. Or maybe you just need to drive more traffic to your website. Our Biz Marketing is here to help. Our customized local service specializes in digital lead generation, our Biz Marketing, where our business is marketing your business online. Go to rbizmarketing.com. That's rbizmarketing.com. rbizmarketing.com. That's rbizmarketing.com. To schedule a free consultation, call 614-962-7CFO. That's 962-7CFO. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. Welcome back to BB Radio with me, Mr. Biz, and this week's guest, Robbie Rahman, Executive Career Coach Robbie Rahman. Uh, so I uh, wanted to get into real quick the Mr. Biz tip of the week, um, and this one is uh, it's not exactly earth-shattering, but it's a good reminder. Renegotiate with primary suppliers annually. So anything that you, you're getting raw materials, any sort of supplier, any sort of vendor you deal with, you should look at that and uh, you know, renegotiate with them on an annual basis. Even if you think that things haven't changed, it never hurts to, to go through and have a, those conversations. Uh, that, and I also mentioned uh, anyone who's interested in our monthly newsletter, uh, go out to Wentworth Financial Partners uh, on our homepage. At the bottom of that page, there is a, a little form there that you can sign up and promise not to inundate you with a, with a bunch of spam. It's just a, once a month on the first of the month, I send out a, a newsletter of What's going on with uh, in the world of the Wentworth Financial Partners, and uh, and that's about it. So, let's dig back in. I know we talked through the first segment with our guest Robbie Rahman, and uh, we're going to dig into this article that I keep telling, I mentioned, and I've told a bunch of people in my personal life about. So, uh, so I wanted to dig into this. So, uh, the first thing. So, again, twelve things I wish I knew when I st- I started working, and it's on Robbie's website. It's several other places uh, as well, but Robbie's website at robbyrahman.com, and the very first thing, be an outstanding communicator. And the quote you included from Warren Buffett, I think, is great. If you can't communicate, it's like winking at a girl in the dark. I think it's perfect. <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah. yeah. So uh, talk me through. So why why did you include that? Why do you think that's important? 
Yeah, so just for some context, I worked at Microsoft for 14 years. I led a whole bunch of teams. Now I'm on outside of Microsoft coaching people who are building businesses and their careers. One thing I've witnessed to be universally true for most people is that it's rare when lack of a technical skill keeps them from getting ahead. That skill may be in the case of a software engineer, a coding skill, in the case of an entrepreneur, a business skill. It's often not the hard skills, it's the soft skills, things like communication that can stand in people's way. And what's interesting about Warren Buffett is he's, he's you know, famous for talking about how important communication has been to his success. In fact, on the wall of his office in Omaha, Nebraska, he doesn't have his degree certificate from Columbia where he went to college. He doesn't have honorary doctorates he's received. He has a printed-out certificate from a Dale Carnegie communication course he went through. And, and I just think if someone like Warren values communication like that, there's something to learn from it. Now, for me, what I've witnessed is when it comes to people and their careers and businesses, what is important to get ahead is not only making impact, impact but it's also uh, visibility. It's being known. Mm-hmm. In other words, you have to do great work, but people also have to know about it. You know, if you have a small business and you produce, I don't know, the best cupcakes around, but no one knows about them, well, your business isn't going to succeed. And the reason I started my article like this is because early on I learned that it wasn't good enough to just try to do my best work. I had to make sure that work was known. And that meant communicating my ideas, volunteering for presentations, learning how to communicate verbally in casual meetings as well as in large-scale presentations, but also through the written word. And uh, if some of your organi- uh, listeners work in large organizations, don't feel like communicating has to be you standing on a pedestal giving a, giving a speech. It might be you crafting a well-thought-out email or writing a really thorough report or writing a blog post or maybe a casual hallway chat. Those are all ways to communicate. So, for me, I've invested quite a bit of energy in, in working on my written communication skill. I've worked with presentation coaches, uh, dropped into Toastmasters, which is a great organization mm-hmm. with meetups around the world where you can practice the art of speaking. Um, and so that's really why I call that out because it, for many people, a comfort zone is just honing their craft, going inward, working on creating whatever it is they're doing. But you got to also think about how do you market? How do you communicate that out to the world? Yeah, I would agree. Uh, you know, I think I was very fortunate um, at a point in my academic career. I was actually at an internship during my undergrad. And mm-hmm. I, the person I worked for, I had a tremendous amount of respect for, um, actually still in communication with him. It's been, you know, a few years, let's just call it. Uh, without giving away my age. But uh, he told me back then, he said, look, any communi- take every and any communication course that you can. And yeah. he said, while your friends are taking, you know, billiards or bowling and getting <laughs> getting A's and patting their GPAs, that's great, but it yeah. will pay off in, in dividends for you, you know, in your career. And mm-hmm. absolutely was 100% true. Yeah. Um, I worked with a guy at one point who was who went to MIT, very, very intelligent guy. Mm-hmm. This one was an investment analyst, and he um, extremely intelligent, but his communication skills were very, very poor. And we literally had to stop taking him in front of clients because he just did not mm-hmm. have the communication skills. He couldn't – He couldn't. Uh, it doesn't look good to be very intelligent if you can't communicate it, just like you're talking about with the cupcakes. Um, 
And I used to tell the same thing when I worked at J.P. Morgan Chase. Um, you, you know, since it's such a geographically diverse company, um, mm-hmm. oftentimes people you communicate with on a regular basis, you may never or rarely ever actually see them. So their right. com- the communication and, and the impression they form of you is either verbal um, on the phone or, uh, as you would mentioned, you know, emails. I mean, mm-hmm. we communicate so much, especially in a large corporation with emails. If you could be, if you're really intelligent, but you, you know, are write write poorly email uh, have poorly written emails easy for me to yeah. say uh it just sends a wrong impression it's just not uh yeah you know it, it can hold your back, career back absolutely so i thought it was yeah. great that you led off the article with that i mean i absolutely yeah. agree with 100 percent. and uh, the cool thing about it is it is a skill which means it can improve everyone can improve mm-hmm. and it takes practice yeah. It takes practice and then some coaching or some learning. Mm-hmm. And a key part of communication is, A, putting yourself out there, so finding ways to give a toast or give a talk or meet people and communicate, and then asking for feedback. You know? Yeah. How does that go? You know, recording yourself if you're yeah. giving a talk and listening to it. But it is a skill, and anyone can, can become really, really quite good at it yep. in their own yep. way. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we're actually up against a break here. Uh, let's, uh, we're going to take a break. Um, I wanted to mention uh, Ravi has a weekly email newsletter that you can sign up for on his website, so don't hesitate to do that. Rejoin us after the break, and we'll continue our conversation with Ravi Raman. Do you need to dive into online marketing but don't know where to start? Maybe you need an expert to help design your website, or maybe you just need to drive more traffic to your website. Our Biz Marketing is here to help. Our customized local service specializes in digital lead generation. Our Biz Marketing, where our business is marketing your business online. Go to rbizmarketing.com. That's rbizmarketing.com. rbizmarketing.com. That's rbizmarketing.com. If your business is aiming for the stars but is stuck in the fog, call Mr. Biz at Wentworth Financial Partners. If profits are what you prefer, call Mr. Biz. If cash flow is a concern, call Mr. Biz. If growth is your goal, you guessed it, call Mr. Biz. We are so confident in our results-oriented approach, we'll even guarantee it. Visit WentworthFinancialPartners.com to learn more about our guaranteed CFO services or call us at 614-962-7CFO. That's WentworthFinancialPartners.com. Every day, careless drivers drive away from car crashes they cause while you're left behind, injured, without a car, and unable to work. It gets worse. Careless Drivers Insurance Company may refuse to pay you. Your insurance company may refuse to help you. You'll have to do one thing. Get Scott Smith and get justice. We have the experience and the resources to get you the results you need and deserve. Call 888-311-LAWS. That's 888-311-LAWS. Or visit us at sestriallaw.com. Get Scott Smith. Get justice. To learn more about Ken Wentworth, go to WentworthFinancialPartners.com. And now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. So welcome back to B2B Radio with me, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth, and this week's guest, Robbie Rahman. We are talking through, if you missed it in the first two segments, Robbie's article, 12 Things I Wish I Knew When I First Started Working. And again, that article is out on his website as, as well as a whole uh, a litany of other help, very helpful uh, t- subjects that are covered, et cetera. And again, his, his website is com. So I'm skipping around in the article a bit because I want to make sure we get through everything. And we are going to uh, have Robbie back if he will join us for a second show to talk mm-hmm. through this even more. But the next one I wanted to jump to, because again, this is one that really uh, set out or stood out to me, is 
become an early riser. And I know you, uh, you know, you've mentioned in, in, in the article, it says, you know, if I don't care if you're a night owl, which I'm a self-professed night owl, you know, as you say in here, you can learn any habit, including getting your butt up in the morning. Yeah. Maybe I said it a little, <laughs> little less formally than you did, but nonetheless, and this one is, is really, uh, really sung to me because I have always been a night owl and not that I get, you know, sleep in and, uh, to an inordinate amount of time in, in the morning. However, I started getting up when I got married. My wife's a nurse, and so she gets out of bed pretty darn early in the morning. And it just, why stay in bed? I just started getting my butt out of bed. Now, the problem for me became is I'm an early riser, and then at, at times I fall back into my night owl situation. So I'll stay up till 1 or 2 in the morning, yeah. and then I get up at yeah. 5.30 with my wife. And that, that doesn't, you know, that doesn't go real well for a few days, after a few days. Yeah. But, yeah. but uh, yeah, tell me about your, why you decided to include that yeah. one. Well, I've experimented with waking up early for most of my corporate career, and one of the things I realized was if I wanted to succeed in a busy environment where I had literally over 100 emails a day flying at me and phone calls and such, that I had to get a head start on my day at a time when other people weren't sending me email, uh, when I didn't have to fight traffic to get to work, uh, when I could take care of myself with my exercise, with my yoga practice or teaching yoga, and get a head start on the day. And I learned that early on because I saw that all of the executives I worked with at Microsoft, every single one was an early riser. Mm-hmm. And I would ask them, I'm like, what's your daily routine? And they all were an early riser. They also almost all had families. And they saw getting up early as a way to take care of themselves so that they can get, then go to work, take care of their work, take care of their team. And even for night owls, the thing I've witnessed is I used to be a night owl, but like any habit, we can train ourselves to work different ways. And granted, if you work the night shift, this isn't going to work for you. But you know, if you're used to going to bed at night, you can just shift your bedtime up one hour and wake up one hour earlier or 20 minutes earlier and Next thing you know, you might even join the 5 a.m. club like me, waking up at 5 a.m. every day. And that's just a chance for you to get to work on important, deep work without worrying about the demands of life flying at you. And that really is the the tip for people who think, oh, my gosh, I can't wake up at 5. Well, just wake up 20 or 30 minutes earlier than you do. And the trick is sleep. If you want to wake up earlier, you have to go to bed earlier. Right. Yeah. And if you do that, then it's going to be a much, much earlier, uh, easier thing yeah. to accommodate with. So, you know, I'm a, I'm a convert. I've been waking up consistently at 5 a.m. for a while now, and I see the results. It's when I do my best writing. It's when I have my best creative time, which is in the morning. Yeah. And I've always been, again, as a night owl, it's typically for me has been, I really hit a stride at some point awesome, uh, late in the evening. But just like you're mentioning, now that I've been getting up and I've been getting up this early for a few years now, and I get up, you know, we get up every morning at 530. And it's like you said, it just switched for me. So now, uh, you know, when you're getting up at 530, all of a sudden, most of the time, I don't have Mm -hmm. the energy to stay up till one or Uh two o'clock in the morning, unless I'm really, (laughs) really in the middle of something. But I get so much done early in the morning. And the other thing, yeah. s- slightly comical, I guess I'll say, is I, I know in my corporate career, when I started coming in so early in the morning, I, I kind of, if I admit it, I kind of looked down my nose at people that came in, you know, just at 8 o'clock. Because <laughs> I'm thinking, gosh, I've been here an hour yeah. and a half. Like, what, the, what have you been doing for the last hour and a half? Sleeping? Like, I've been here working, you know? Um, <laughs> 
Never mind that they may be staying till eight or nine o'clock at night. Um, so we, right. I joke, I joke, I joke with some of my coaching clients who are also now in the five a.m. habit uh, that they get done, they get more done before nine a.m. than most people do all day. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I think that's an old uh, army commercial or something like that. I remember them oh. saying something like that. <laughs> well, unfortunately, we are we, we got a, just a little over a minute left um, in the show <laughs> here. I definitely want to have. Will you come back for this uh, next week, Robbie? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, good, because I wanted to talk through a few more of these things in the article. And again, uh, definitely go out to Robbie's website and check it out. Uh, as he has mentioned a couple times, and I've mentioned, uh, Robbie's an executive career coach, and what he specializes in is being, is being an expert at helping people build build their careers, build their businesses, um, and, and you know have a successful uh, lifestyle. Um, and and uh, so that's those are some of the things he does, and that's what we're talking through this article here. So. Uh, let me see. What was I going to say next? So come back with us next week. We're going to have Ravi back on the show. We'll continue talking through this article. But in the meantime, definitely go out to his web- website. Check out some of those um, articles, articles on how to supercharge your morning, um, things that he's learned in his two years of entrepreneurship, etc. So definitely check that out. We'll have Ravi back next week. We'll continue talking through um, the, re- the remainder of this article because I found it so fascinating. Uh, so go out and look at our, uh, check out our website as well at WentworthFinancialPartners.com. Call us at 614-962-7CFO. And don't forget, cash flow is king. This has been B2B Radio with your host, Mr. Biz, sponsored by Wentworth Financial Partners. Wentworth Financial Partners is your resource for part-time CFO services that help you work on your business instead of in your business. To schedule a free consultation, call 614-962-7CFO. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff management, or advertisers. Tune in again next week for B2B Radio with Mr. Biz. You've been listening to a Morris Media Production. 